Are we aware of church reviews? You know, that well, this is a thing. Like on Google or Yelp or whatever? Yeah, so... Oh, wow, yeah. Just like you're going to review a sushi place or a pizza place, which completely fine. Um, <laughs> now, there are church reviews. I'm sure this has been around for a long time, but I was just looking at some of these and just laughing. I just think it's funny slash... Maybe sad. I don't know that we're reviewing churches is such great detail. Right, because we're convinced that just like a pizza from Pizza Hut, uh, the church that we attend is a, a product to be consumed, and so we can give it a certain number of uh, stars out of five, I guess, right? Yeah. So this one I was reading, this guy was not happy. He was like, went to this church and took forever to get my kids checked into Kid Zone. Oh, boy. And he said, took 20 minutes, and they they didn't know where each kid was going, and it was all confusing, and we were confused. And he said, by the time we got him checked in and got into the worship service, the music was over. Hmm. And uh, what? This is terrible. <laughs> he said, and I tried to go out a certain exit, and this man said, no, sir, you may not go out that exit. So, who does he think he is? He had a bad experience and he, you know, was letting the world know, which is fine. He's able to do that. But I just don't know if we should be having church reviews. It's like, these are just people just doing church. We're just gathering together, we're worshiping God. Like, does it have to be reviewed? Um, I saw one once. You know how some churches, like, uh, especially in the country, they'll have, like, a graveyard there also? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just the thing that historically for centuries has happened. For whatever reason, the church decides, well, you know, you're part of this church. Maybe you'll be buried on the grounds of the church. There was I, I once read a church review that said, many of the names on the tombstones have faded away. Oh, and they didn't like that. And that makes me a little sad. <laughs> uh, and then it went on to say, I hope they keep records oh. of who's who yeah. in whatever spot they're in. I mean, I mean, that's a good point. If you're looking for things to criticize about a church's, <laughs> it would seem there's no end. There's no, there really is no end. I don't know. If you've ever left a church review, let us know. Um, I just don't want our mindsets to be in that place when we go to church. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Okay. I feel like we tread lightly when we talk about churches because, number one, Lindsay's a pastor's wife and getting her all offended is the last thing I need in my life. Right. Um, but also, church, you know, is a really personal, meaningful thing to a lot of people Yeah. Uh, who go, and a lot of people are even missing meeting in person right now. Yeah. And so, but there's always uh, things that we can kind of tease ourselves about. One of those this morning, we were kind of talking about the fact that people will review churches on Google, like with a number of stars. Yeah, I mean, don't you think we just live in a review culture right now? Oh, I yeah. Mean, everything gets reviewed and everyone wants to make their review public so that everybody else can see it. Um, and that's just kind of like our mindset when we go anywhere. Like, okay, what's wrong with this place? I have to make sure I remember so I can go put it on the review website. Right. Um, okay, so what about the other side of this? What about churches that are so marketing savvy mm -hmm. that they maybe they have like a you know a marketing consultant that they'll enter into an agreement with i found another one on we were just reading some goofy church reviews like uh you know people were just complaining because they didn't have a good ch experience checking their kids in it was you know the sanctuary was too far from the coffee <laughs> all that kind of stuff 
Well, then there's um, there's a church leadership, church growth company, whatever, and their job is to help you make your church bigger. Yeah. Supposedly. And uh, this is, I quote, I'm not going to tell the name of it, but it says, they, this is what they say on their website. Here's what you want for your church. Okay. On Google, you want to have at least five positive reviews to get the Google stars. Okay. It says, if you have five Google stars, that puts you at the top of mm. all businesses, organizations, churches, or anything in your community. So if you're going to have a church... You got to get some friends out there to Google review your church. <laughs> otherwise, nobody's going to know about you. Well, I mean, that's just math. When you have a lot of good reviews, you get moved up to the top. And say you're on vacation and you Google church in Nashville, Tennessee or whatever. Uh-huh. And the first one that pops up, it has all the good reviews. That's probably where you're going to go. And hey, there's nothing wrong with making your church bigger. Okay, so I wonder if anybody listening, like if you've ever looked for a church, either, you know, you've decided that the place you're going to go isn't where you're going to go anymore, or maybe you moved to a new town, you're looking for somewhere. I mean, wouldn't it be true that going to... I mean, what would you Google if you're in a new town and you're looking for a church? You'd I would Google, just Google the city name, church. Okay. Or if you have a certain denomination that you, you prefer. Yeah. Would you, would you Google something like uh, churches that have... Really good coffee in <laughs> Carbondale, Illinois. Or churches that have really good kid care. Yeah. In or Terre Haute, Illinois. Incredible rock and roll worship music or something like yeah. that. I mean, something's going to come up. I know. And you're going to find something and you're going to see the reviews. <laughs> and it is, could be helpful, I guess. But um, it's just funny that, you know, some people are so... It's like, I think they missed out. Like the guy that was like really mad. About the kids' world thing and that he couldn't leave yeah, a certain exit. Yeah, he was exit. not happy. He was I don't not. think he really probably listened to the sermon. <laughs> There's a fair chance of that. There's this passage in the Bible from Habakkuk. So Habakkuk was a guy and he wrote this passage. There was some bad stuff going on, you know, during the times. And I think you could rewrite this passage for 2020 because it sounds, you know, similar. Habakkuk 2.0 in the new yeah. millennium. <laughs> He said, though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, though the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields are stunted. So just like nothing's going good. Well, yeah, I mean, that's if you're a farmer right there, it's just like, yeah. well, what, if I don't have that stuff, right. what do I have? Like na even nature is just not, not good. Though the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns are empty. So even though there's all this stuff going on, he said, I'm singing joyful praise to God. I'm turning cartwheels of joy. This is a message version to my savior, God. So you think huh. about 2020 and you kind of compare. And if we wanted to take the time, we could. But, you know, you could say like, though we can't even go to church like we used to. Or though I can't even see my grandkids or, you know, though I can't even go to home goods or whatever. Um, you can still sing the joyful praise to God still turn cartwheels of joy to our Savior, God. That's, that's cool. And I like it because it acknowledges the actual problems in the right, world. Yeah. And like, there's other parts of that book where this Habakkuk guy is actually like questioning whether God is actually working in this situation. Maybe we're tempted to do that sometime. But there is that expression of hope in there that we can kind of cling to today. So good. My friend was recently injured. Injured received an injury by butter, B-U-T-T-E-R, butter. Uh, slip, or was it too hot, or what happened? Okay, so what you gotta do is you gotta guess. Okay. And if you get it, 
generally correct. Um, my first thought was to give away a $20 butter gift certificate, but I got to check if they're still in stock. I did that. and What, butter? Is butter in stock? Well, the, specifically butter gift certificates. <laughs> okay. Those have been hard to find. Oh, I love butter so much. You know, we've had the national coin shortage. Yeah. All these different things. So, yeah, okay. Looks like we do have a $20 butter gift certificate. Oh, perfect. Okay. I'd like you to text and uh, take a guess. Now, I'm not trying to make light of my friend, but he did receive an actual injury. No way. And it's not just like, oh, ow. You like know. a little... Yeah, like, like it was a real legitimately injured. He's gonna be okay. Oh my goodness! But butter did it. Hmm. Okay. My first thought was he slipped okay. on some melted butter on the floor, kitchen right. floor, broke his arm or something. Yeah. The other one is if you're melting the butter, it can get very hot. Mm-hmm. Take it out of the microwave, drop it, could burn you. Um. Yes. Those are my first two thoughts. So you're saying that you don't think you can get injured by butter? In solid form. I just don't. I don't see it. I mean, cold a cold butter stick. I just don't see how that could injure somebody. It's so friendly. I don't think it would hurt anybody. All righty. Now the first uh, entry we got just here. Yeah, let's see. Says uh, burn. It's just yeah. one word. Burn. Now I'm going to say you need to be more specific than that. Okay. Uh, this person said he slipped on melted butter and twisted his ankle. Um, could you be more specific? Okay, we need more specifics. Uh, somebody said, did he have butter on his hands and rub his eyes? I didn't know you could... Mm-hmm. It would hurt your eyes if you got it in there. Okay. The butter was frozen, someone texting in, and oh. fell and hit him on the head. <laughs> Les McClyman's texting in. He ate too much butter. Well. And received a stomach injury. That could happen. Somebody said, choked on butter. Someone said, someone in anger threw a frozen stick of butter at his head. See, now that would be an injury where if you choked on the butter, that would be more like a medical mishap, I feel like. Wow. You're so, people are so creative. Um, It was frozen, fell on his foot. Uh, Someone else, this has actually happened to me before, popped from a hot skillet and hit him in the eye. Every morning I make two eggs on melted butter in a skillet. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, if you let that get in there for too long, you're going to get injured. Dangerous. Um, okay. I think somebody got it right. Really? Yeah. I what think was it? It was the one that it had to do with slipping on it. He slipped on melted butter? Yes. I knew a cold stick of butter wouldn't harm anybody. You're right. So, so it was melted, he slipped, and then what happened? Well, here's exactly the way it went. And he blames his wife, which I'm saying, calm down now. Don't oh, just go to blame your wife. Let's not go there. Quick. But here's what he said. He said that they were going to make something that required, you know, the butter to be soft. Mm-hmm. And his wife told him to go put it on the porch. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And so he leaves it out on the porch. Yeah. Forgets, it's really hot. Forgets that it's there. Okay, yeah. It melts. He leaves the house. And he falls down the stairs. He slips on the butter. <laughs> out on the porch. <laughs> that is such a sad story. <laughs> I love that story. 